guys welcome <laughs> back to week seven of please do not swear um yeah so uh we're still in lockdown you know um it's 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 getting it's um all blending into one i i don't yeah. know what day it is anymore one it's... very long episode of big brother it oh. is it is it's it's very yeah. it's increasingly relatable content in these times but like yeah i'm bored now i have to say i'm bored of the being locked in so i can only imagine mm. <laughs> i'm bored yeah we need like tasks or something you know yeah maybe if we had a weekly task oh we yeah. love it any no, listeners want to send us because um, i think that's a bit choice but send us on a task to our email uh please not swear father gmail.com <laughs> maybe we'll do like a live task on um oh maybe we should do a weekly task yeah yeah um task. yeah and Fab. please god it doesn't actually affect our shopping budget because jesus christ my weekly shop is the only thing that's keeping me going these days <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> social life in aldi the security in aldi are starting to notice that i'm there like nearly every day oh they're like oh she's back back, breaking the rules bitch oh girls are you are you a daily aldi shopper oh yeah see i always need the bits i always run out of milk you got you have to fucking bulk your shit into one shop Mm -hmm. you got to get a list going i know i need to need to just organize myself a bit more but look look it's also like it's the only it's the only place that you're allowed to go (laughs) <laughs> and, the, and the podcast of course so of Aldi course the podcast, which is me going. still in my room yeah so <laughs> still here <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so guys we're we're nearly at um 500 streams which is a huge uh momentous occasion for us I thank know, you so like, much to everyone high enough. i'm beside myself i'm so happy yeah. yeah it's wonderful yeah to think that people listen to us 500 times or whatever but yeah that's and i'm sure mad. you've all listened to all of the episodes the whole way through and yeah no drop-offs now. you know and you've Roll all back. like you've all listened to them multiple times as well i'd say i um, swear it's not me <laughs> listening to it 500 times <laughs> i promise uh, you a bot oh you a bot. oh we've my god bots. um yeah so Thanks very much. And uh, of course, if you can, if, if you're enjoying this little uh, nostalgia trip with us, don't forget to just, you know, mention it to your mates who might be of the same irk. Um, In the neighborhood for, for a new pod. Yeah. And to anyone who's kind of just started listening um, to the podcast over the last couple of weeks, uh, we've said it before and we'll say it again. If you want the link, if you want the link up to the episodes, we we can sort you out. So just uh, DM us yeah. on the old Instagram account, which is please dot do dot not dot swear on it's actually the bulk of our admin at the moment is um replying to people <laughs> asking that. So yeah, we're more than happy to help. Um, now yeah. there is just the one of the things that you really must get is ad blocker because um it it the website it that we we link you um isn't uh oh lord it's a pop-up yeah. bonanza <laughs> <laughs> stacked up listen girls they have to keep the lights on on the website somehow they so <laughs> listen um girls i have to segue here and talk about the highlight of my week which was chanel de paris oh my god oh chanel. My chanel marjorie who like move marjorie over. found dead there's a new bird in town <laughs> if anyone time. listening hasn't seen the video of Chanel the Paris, yeah. or well, of Chanel the Paris' mom, 
so her picture the scene from Merseyside. Um, I, I, I feel like this is something that can't really be explained. Like it just has to be seen. Yeah. But basically picture this distraught scouse woman uh, <laughs> running out into the estate, screaming after her parrot, Chanel! And, <laughs> and after every one, you just hear a kid in the background going, <laughs> An African grey named Chanel. She goes she by the name Chanel. Chanel. <laughs> You're seeing around me stories. <laughs> anyway, would highly recommend checking that out. Uh, if you want to yeah. link, we'll happily DM it to you. Um, love it to bits. And it's tough. Felt it was it's tough entertainment. Given it shares a name with another iconic housemate. Miss Chanel Hayes, season eight. Wait until mm. we get to her. What a queen. Chanel the bird <laughs> for Celebrity Big Brother. Bob or lopsided Bob. Oh, she did have a lob. Yeah. Did she have it before Rihanna made it a thing or was it? Mm. I think it was pre because that season was 2007. So she was actually uh, ahead of her time in terms mm. of. Uh, yeah. Because remember every girl had that hair. Same. Oh yeah. The asymmetric <laughs> yeah. bob like yeah. diagonal line going around your whole head now i yeah. never went the lob route but what i did have i believe my 2007 hairstyle was do you remember the kind of half mullet where it was like you'd have like choppy layers going about halfway down your hair and then the rest of your hair would be long so it would be like kind of yeah. a mushroom on top and then like long it's all, underneath it's all poofy and big at the back and yeah. then just long <laughs> choppy layers is what you'd ask yeah. for you kind of emo hair you kind of got that asymmetrical bob when you got that awful haircut in London do you remember oh please please it wasn't so much an asymmetric bob as an asymmetric fringe it was true. <laughs> It was very bad. Like the fringe was very, very bad. Was it like very like Berlin or no. just badly cut? Well, no, it was badly cut. So basically it was a tr- it was a trainee scenario. We were on like a college trip and we were over in London, you know, bright lights, big city. Big hearts. And we walk past big, big girls, a hairdressers. Big, big I don't know why. I we like anyway, we walked past the hairdressers and there was an ad outside for, you know, get your hair cut for cheap. And I was thinking, yeah, let's get I'm this. I'm going to get sweet, the London look. Like Yeah. Getting I was going in to get the London look and well, they gave me the London look if the London look was like those really short fringes. Yeah. And like do you know like the short fringes like they look really like the meme like I've fallen and injured oh my, my fringe yeah. the National Accident <laughs> Helpline woman but you know the short yeah. fringes look like they look deadly on some people but I feel like you have to have a very elfin kind of face to pull it, mm. pull it off and unfortunately my face is a perfect circle it's like the mo- the moon emoji on whatsapp <laughs> the moon so, at the moon from bearing the blig boo house so <laughs> I'm not the target market for the cut up fringe and Jesus I walked out of the place and they cut my hair up like really short as well and really choppy it was, and it was it just was <laughs> Be like thanks it's really nice yeah because I, I kind of was like looking in the mirror afterwards and i was like i feel like this is really bad <laughs> <laughs> when i was like in denial <laughs> and everyone was like no no maybe it's fine <laughs> it's like it looks shit it wasn't it? fine did you have to draw your eyebrows on higher <laughs> to make your forehead smaller <laughs> Like what is it in uh, 99? 99, yeah. 
<laughs> symptom of grief. Oh, it was so bad. We'll find, we'll take up a picture of my haircut and put it on this one of the stories one of the days. Please, it's, please. It had to be yeah. seen to be believed. Right. Sponsored so post of like, your fringe. Massively off piece. Let's uh, get down to business. <laughs> What an intro. I mean, wow. wow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, right. So, you know, we're going into, what is it, seventh or eighth week in the house. And uh, our Tom, poor Tom, we has Tom. been... Our, our Tom. Our Tom. Ejected. And the mood in the house is awful after... Oh, they're, they're after just strong. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like the week before, who was it that went the last week? Oh, Nicola. And, Nicola. Or, and yeah. like everyone kind of is still in all right form. Um, you know, they're kind of whooping. They're having a bit of a party. They're having a bit of a smoke. wine. Yeah. And then Tom is like... Everyone's Anna just... Anna has a bit of a cracker of a line kind of describing how she... Is is fuming about the situation. She goes, typical stupid Dutch. <laughs> yeah, Darren's like, know, this game show, show is Dutch. terrible. And, and Anna's like, this is a stupid idea that someone came up with. <laughs> typical Dutch. Um, I did like the Tom got one last massage. To... Um, oh, we from did, all yes. the girls. Yeah, years. they're all oiling him up and everything. Like he, he knows how to say goodbye. Yeah, he, uh, he said he can't wait for his his steak, his Guinness, a wine, a Guinness and a wine. That's an odd. Oh my god, champagne, you know. a Guinness, the um, bewitched uh, Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and, the comeback uh, album of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants uh, steak, Guinness, wine, and a ride. Um, ah, fair play to him. Yeah, like, but same. like the general, the general mood. Like Tom leaves the house, and then everyone just goes and sits, and they're all in the huff. Yeah, and like it kind of shows then, like the flashback to the two hours in between when he was told he was leaving and when he actually got the boot. And he's not delighted to be going, but sure, yeah, him and Mel have their little kiss, and he says, and or and she says, I can't be doing this with every boy that leaves, can I? And Tom says, You're going to get a name for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> rude <laughs> and then uh, Mel goes into the diary room and she's talking about how she's going to miss Tom and she kind of wants to see him again in the outside world and talk to him off camera because she says that when you're in here you can't really say all the things that you really want to say I'm like oh by the way guys the redhead and tattoo is currently on or was on the Russian mask very good the mask singer mask singer yeah they just call it mask there but oh. she's a, a big spider have you seen um, their recent enough performance and they fucking hate, each, hate other. each other like it's so they... funny they won't even they walk out holding hands and then i think the redhead just like lets her hand go as soon as she can mm-hmm. and then they're just standing on the other side of the stage just giving each other evils i need to know what the story of tattoo is like i don't like because they were really a one-hit wonder like and then oh they God, take that back Take that back. They Hang had three on. good songs. Get, what <laughs> other song? Turn off her mic. Get her off. <laughs> what other song? Oh, not gonna get us. Not gonna get us. Not gonna story. get us. And then there's a third they're one. Not well. gonna get us. Not yeah. Go- yeah. What? Okay, that was Bob. Um, but um, what happened afterwards? Well, you're one of them. It's quite homophobic, right? Yeah, apparently. The one with the dark hair. Oof. Oh, mm. oh, not ideal. Considering not ideal when you're portraying a lesbian couple. Yeah, not it's not great, <laughs> is it? 
Um, okay, anyway. anyway right. um, so Tom's gone. Everyone's very sad. And then the psychologists pipe in about how basically that how they're coping with... Uh. Big, it's probably like just worth saying that brother. Anna gets very sad because she sees their family outside. Because yeah. they do the whole, the usual where they burst out the door, they can see their their family waiting. Um, and Anna sees, obviously, a bit of fewer family. Her sister, and she I think gets, it was, that she was most yeah, upset sister, I think, yeah, she gets very sad. But you remember um, I was saying that uh, she was looking like Dustin doing the flap flops. Like, they were all giving it loads outside the door. And Mel, probably because she was the only one that didn't have anyone outside, yeah. was just kind of standing there, like, arms folded, looking distraught, mm. watching Tom walk up the drive. <laughs> Oh, it was yeah. very bad. But then, yeah, so um, they all come in. Mel's glum as fuck. And Claire's trying to cheer everyone up. <laughs> and She's like, yeah, the psychologists are basically saying that like it, it looks like the group kind of don't think that she's really earned her spot yet. Yeah, that they still mm. look on her as an outsider, which is especially with the girls, which I guess is kind of understandable given she's been there a hot minute. Like. Yeah, so but the, it's just funny. Like some of the stuff that the psychologists observe, I'm like, it's interesting because like I wouldn't really see it like that. But they said that like they, they show this conversation that Anna and Mel are having about Claire and they're saying something about like they're talking about what they want to do with their lives or what they want to be. And uh, they're like, oh, I haven't really asked Claire like what she wants to do with her life after this. And they kind of are like, oh, do you think she's going to say that she wants to like be a pop star star. or a TV presenter? And they kind Mm. of put on like very slightly put on this like high pitch voice, like almost like imitating her. And the psychologists are like, they're like, they figured out that at least one girl is going to get to the finale at this point. And they're basically subconscious consciously agreeing to vote against Claire I'm just like that is astute guys yeah and also that they <laughs> consider Claire to be not relevant for the use word, words used I was like ooh harsh yeah like they ooh. consider her opinion to be irrelevant when they're she's like oh cheer up because they're productive yeah um, so the psychologist notes I think it's I thought it, is it Pop, Papadopoulos or yeah Peter? I think it's in the Papadopoulos in Papadopoulos um <laughs> notes that Claire is challenging Melanie over her dominance in the house as head female bitch in charge um, because Claire starts to make passes at Tom so while Tom is, was still there Claire was uh, making kind of uh, flirtations yeah telling me um, lovely eyes lovely toes as well oh, really um, yeah. yeah she's like you've lovely feet <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, um, um, in front of Mel so it's kind of like that kind of you know turf war type of behavior and they talk um, um about the flirting that was going on before um that like the levels of flirting started really high in week one and then just kind of petered off until she arrived and to that, be to be specific uh, they said that it started out as uh, an average of 6.5 flirts per person per week <laughs> in week one and then by week two it had settled down to about 2.5 um, and what's all th- point 0.5 of a flirt it's just the averaged out across <laughs> everyone so like half, half, half two and a half flirts, flirts. so say maybe <laughs> Anna say maybe Anna might only be involved in two flirts but Darren's involved in three but between them it averages out at two and a half do you know what I mean yeah but um basically Mel was involved 
from the beginning until Claire arrived in at Mm. least 50% of the quote unquote flirting interactions. But as soon as Claire arrived, not only did Mel get knocked off the top spot of top flirt, but she fell the whole way to the bottom of the table. Um, And now Claire is like the top dog in terms of the the flirtiness. So Mm -hmm. she's, you know, a flirty temptress. Shall we (laughs) talk about Claire for a little bit? Because I just have one more thing about the, um, our psychologist, Peter. Oh yeah. So, um, Peter notes, um, the gratitude that housemates show towards big brother. Uh, and he compares it just to examples he has seen during his career of how hostages um, become compliant and eager to please their captors, which is also known as the Stockholm Syndrome, um, which, you know, captors even sometimes show infatuation. And they play a clip that's showing Nicola (laughs) actually, or is it Anna asks for Nicola, like the the voice of Big Brother to give to that Nicola will take him out for a drink after it's all over. And things like that. Loads of these just like, clips of like the gals just like please big brother yeah <laughs> like caroline and nicola were were added as well just being like and even if big brother gives them like the simplest of you know basic not like a prize yeah they're but, like, overjoyed at any little bit over, they get yeah they all go into the thing they're like oh thank you so much even though it's like it's nothing chickpeas that deserves yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so is that can't be healthy mm. <laughs> i don't know just to I don't know it's interesting like I I don't know maybe it's like a coping strategy but basically yeah so one of the things that they show gratitude for I actually thought this was a funny test was that they were given this wine tasting test it's funny because like the whole thing at the beginning of the season was like they had to ration their money in the shopping budget to spend it on alcohol so that had to come out of the spec but it looks like these days if they run out of drink big brother is kind of looking for excuses to give them more now that nick's gone yeah. they need they need, something. they need the content yeah. so they're like just kind of pumping the house full of drink so they have their so- wine tasting task where they're given three bottles and they have to guess which is the most expensive and if they guess correctly they'll get five bottles of it wasn't it yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so they get a, a £3.99 bottle, which I can only Mood. imagine what that tasted like. That is for <laughs> what? It me. They have an £8 Spanish Rioja, which sounds like that would be my fave of them. And then a £14 Claret. Now, I don't know what a Claret is. I have no idea. It sounds rich, though. <laughs> they don't either. Like they're like they're a... talking about Sauvignon. Like a red Sauvignon. Yeah. Like, or no, no Chardonnay. red Chardonnay. Was it red Claire Chardonnay? Asks, is there such thing as a red Chardonnay? And she also describes the Spanish bottle, not knowing it's Spanish, as tasting of paella and stuffed donkey. I was like, <laughs> stuffed donkey? How do you like your donkey? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand. So anyway, they managed to secure, they they identify the claret successfully. It takes them an hour to decide. Um and they win sorry (laughs) an hour to pick which is the nicest I think they actually drink all three bottles because they're you know they might as well they're like probably like let's drink these before we guess it was five bottles and they had them all drank within two hours they were obviously gasping for a bit of a bit of plonk yeah (laughs) um yeah they definitely seem to be drunker as I suppose it's just on. like the numbers are dwindling. Like they kind of yeah, need so some. Drink. 
some spiciness, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of spiciness, let's talk about Claire. <laughs> Spicy Claire. We love her. Claire Spice. I have to say, I did not have a very strong memory of Claire at all. Like going into this, like I remembered that there was someone that came in to replace Nick vaguely, but I had no specific opinion or thoughts on her at all but she seems like good crack like i actually fan. think yeah yeah I mean, you can see how she got down to the last uh 11 or whatever like she why she what like she was just i have shy to of wonder i would love to know but, how they picked her like was there a short list of she could have been on standby yeah, yeah. like was she a standby contestant like did they reopen auditions after mm. the whole Nick? Probably not because she was in I, fairly I quickly. They had a pool to pick from. Um, yeah. I'm like, if she had stayed, if she'd been there from the start, she would have been a Yeah, fave. I think she would have been really, I think she would have been super popular. She would have been very popular, yeah. Because um, she's got crack, you know, she doesn't take herself too seriously. Um, I and feel yeah. like her and Mel would probably have clashed a lot Yeah, well, they're weeks. both like the, it, it would be interesting to see if Claire or Mel would have been like the top gal at the start. Yeah. The HBIC. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. would have like completely cancelled each other out and Caroline would have been it. Would have r- risen to the top yeah. and been Miss Kagi would rising. be going strong. Queen B deserved. Yeah, deserved. totally. Yeah. Absolute hit. So there's still a lot of talk about Claire's boobs this week. An awful yeah. lot. <laughs> There's a lot of questions being asked but about. Like, I just can't imagine. I just feel like if that had happened, I know it's like in, in those days, I just don't feel like that would be a really a subject if someone had a boob job and they were on reality TV today. Yeah. But mm. they're fascinated. I love when they're talking about her getting used to them. And she's like that she hated them for so long, like her new boobs. And she's like, yeah. oh, no, I was just I was running for the bus one day and it just clicked and I fell in love with them. I was like, yes. <laughs> she says they, they made a snapping noise or something. Yeah, they was clicked. It a literal click. They literally like made a noise and then they were fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Um, but yeah, like when Darren starts ch- ch- chanting, um, get your tits out for the lad over and over. I was like, oh, Christ. <laughs> Yeah, <sighs> but she was saying, um, I can't remember what they were talking about, but uh, I think Darren was saying something like, do you think loads of people get them done to like improve their glamour modelling prospects? And Claire's like, oh no, the sun only take natural. I'm like, that definitely changed. <laughs> <laughs> lies Vanelli, lies. <laughs> that is fake In news. In theory, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so, so Claire... Claire um one thing so obviously Claire coming into the house she's in a very unique position of having actually watched the show for a while um but she so she's in the diary room and she, she she's talking about how the tension in the house is just insane at the moment for whatever reason um but she was saying it's something like you don't pick up on watching it at all is just the atmosphere um she also questions how genuine some people are being towards her she was um she noted that people are asking you know oh how are you how are you feeling how are you getting on but she's kind of yeah she's suspicious she's just a bit yeah she's just not really feeling that that i think she's trying to get that they're asking her to look good in front of right it's interesting i thought that whole take was so interesting because it's just like yeah like we, like there is obviously so much that we don't see mm. and like i think 
yeah like you we probably are getting people's highlights or getting like just stuff that like the editors are obviously finding interesting and there's no way that you're ever going to be yeah. able to pick up on like what is the actual vibe of the house like yeah. and sure even well, if you're watching Mel it live you just hear the week, birds you know there's definitely <laughs> there's definite archetypes i think that the producers have obviously like picked for each person and they probably yeah. just show clips that fit in with that um as mel very astutely picked up in the very first episode she was very like what? first episode what? she's like do you think we're all like fitting into a stereotype yeah she's like, like do you think we've been cast into roles and like probably yeah. um and i think i do think that they use the psychologists to kind of shape that as well and um, mm. like they i think the psychology stuff has a big impact in terms of like shaping your opinion of yeah because like i like don't they, think they i would have brought claire in literally to challenge mel and being the head female you know what i mean like they could yeah. have done that on purpose but i don't even think i would have picked up on mel being really frosty towards claire if the psychologist hadn't said it like i might have noticed it a little bit but not yeah not without them do you know what i, I mean the psychologist watching like live feed during the day I was actually I was wondering this uh, Like this is a bit of a sidebar But uh, At the eviction This week (laughs) It shows Davina um, Looking at all the screens Where like It has all the feeds And I just was kind of thinking Like how the hell Do they edit this show together Like And so rapidly as well To get it out like Every day The next day Yeah And like It's Like there's However many cameras They have to have Like first of all They have to watch Every camera Uh, or like listen to every mic feed and like figure out what are all the best bits like do you think that they just have a like a harem of editors that just pick out like i don't know marco's harem it's just yeah marco's Marco's harem of editors um but like i guess in the house claire only really has craig that she's hanging out with yeah, I think Darren Darren seems to get on okay with her. And I think Anna is actually nice to her as well. But Anna, I think, probably is uh, like she's just kind of nice to everyone. But she also clearly doesn't doesn't necessarily think that someone who's just arrived should be going to the final kind of thing. I'm not going to say fair enough. Um, yeah, Maeve, like, you have something to raise about Anna, don't you? Something very unfortunate. Oh God. Okay. So obviously before I say this, um, let me just preface it by saying, you know, this is obviously an Anna Nolan Stan podcast that has not changed. (laughs) Um, it is with great regret that I have to unfortunately pull Anna up this week on, going for a like first of all she goes to the bathroom and back and she does lunges the whole way there that's fine but she gets back to the bed and then she gets back into bed with her runners still on and let me tell you i was triggered like shoes in the bed it is just unforgivable in my her big chunky white runners (laughs) they weren't even plim soles and listen, like I, I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was a sad moment for me because I had never, I'd never looked upon Anna and thought I really wish she didn't do that. But um, sadly, the first black mark One in strike. her history has has been marked. <laughs> yeah. And if you would like to get in contact with us and just chat to Maeve about that, um, <laughs> and please just explain yourself. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to know what you're thinking. Disgusting. Disgusting, but I suppose, like, I suppose in the house, maybe the 
the concept of outside versus inside is slightly blurred. So maybe they've mm. become real slippers or something. Listen, I'm, di- oh I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here. Is this going to happen to us the longer we stay in lockdown that we're just going to start wearing shoes, shoes in bed? In bed? Oh. <laughs> oh God, don't say that. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so let's jump straight into task. Task, yeah, task time. Mosey on over. Task o'clock. So <laughs> the task for this week is that they, I, I have to say, whenever they read out the instructions for this, I hadn't a clue what they were talking about. I was just like, I could not picture what you're saying. So the task yeah. is that they have to make a life-size model of themselves out of chicken wire and cover it with photocopies of their bodies and mm. have it in a freestanding position for one minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has to be an identical height to them. Yeah. And it has yeah. to be completely to be covered like in photocopies of, of them. their body. And as soon as it was announced, my heart just sank for Nicola. Oh, mm. It actually sounds like Nicola came up with the task. <laughs> oh, well, she, she'd be brother now. Nicola yeah, would have absolutely team. smashed it. Although the one thing that I'll say about Nicola though is that if she was doing this task, she might have tried to do too much artistic license with it and well, potentially have wings or <laughs> three heads. Yeah. Yeah. Four boobs. <laughs> so yeah so basically uh darren gets cracking he's like getting his his version of himself done first and he's there in the bedroom uh and he's trying to get the thing to stand up and jesus he hasn't a hope that it just keeps it's a a blow of wind from your mouth is that what you call it a bull a gust no yeah a gust is more hearty i'd say like i'd say more a blow of more like a gentle uh, a whiff a, yeah. a puff a puff of wind a, whiff. <laughs> a, a toosh a toosh toosh they have to um, um, photocopy all their body parts on this massive massive photocopy printer combo yeah jeez it's very wow. much like office realness yeah. isn't it like, the trees are crying crying out I was having um, flashbacks of living in Japan and everything being done by fax machine um, <sighs> very similar energy very similar vibes Jesus fax machines I I think I used to send faxes when I used to work in redacted phone shop just to make sure people weren't scamming us out of phones we actually used you used to have to fax people's IDs into the fraud department <laughs> and it's the only time in my life I've ever had to use a fax machine but you remember in my first uh design job people's business cards had <laughs> the word facsimile on it and I, hon- I honestly had never seen that word before. So I was like, what is a facky smile? I was like, facky it's facky smile. Smi- it's facky smile like a new um, social network. But you can <laughs> find me like- on facky smile. Uh, oh please God. do not swear. The, um, the RuPaul social network, fracky smile. <laughs> oh my oh. God. Fracky smile. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, facts. And yes. I remember, I think that we used to have our phone number, uh, like our landline phone number uh, in my like first house I'd ever lived in when I was a kid. Um, it was, I think, extremely similar or maybe one digit off from the fax number of the garden mm. centre in Malahide. And <laughs> so sometimes the phone would ring and you'd pick it up and it would just be like... Like someone was trying to fax through to work on Mosby's requests coming your way. <laughs> 
and it would literally be like, do you remember that like old modem connecting noise? That's yeah. what it was like. Too well. That's what it was like. And you just answer the phone and it would brain. be like melting your brain. And it's just like somebody's poor compost order now is getting lost in translation in my yeah. ear. But you're <laughs> me sitting in the office in Japan. Imagine that now every like that noise every 30 minutes. Because as it backs everything. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. Simlish. <laughs> so you were still using faxes in what was it like back in 2017 I was there, 2016 2018 yeah still very much like isn't it apparently the most secure way of sending like documents that are very um confidential though i think so because that's why we had to do it when we were sending in people's ids because the email was not as secure but well, everybody's yeah. been doing the emails <laughs> email my heart email my heart Street yeah <laughs> um is that why like because claire's putting her boobs onto the um the photocopier they want to keep it secure <laughs> <laughs> these are secure images that Let's are now being broadcast again. to the entire uk <laughs> so anyway they get on with their task they build out their robots and their megazords yeah and, and they have their big display in the garden yeah uh, can i just say claire's Oh, I have a note here that the Claire's look like looks like an ogre body. Um, Some or of them burly are wrestler. not very good. I have to say, <laughs> it now, doesn't look like her. <laughs> I don't think Claire. Now, if we're really being honest with ourselves here, I don't think Claire was very arsed with the task. I will <laughs> say she was Claire, in bed for half the day. Claire likely knew the writing was on the wall, and she was out the door on Friday. Would you give a fuck? Yeah, she was like, "Listen, <laughs> no. I um, nah, fuck this." She's like, "I'm not going to spend my time." Uh, so she was in bed, and they had to come in for about three times. And be like, "Listen, Claire, your your model's not done, and you need to, you know, we need to be doing the the knockover test." So anyway, they eventually drag her out of bed, and then the yeah, like what is it? The actual test. Then they all just have to stand outside and do um like pose in the same pose as the uh as the actual models. Now I'm gonna say this. Those models were not standing up. Oh they had God. them sitting Some of them were down. just strewn across the grass. Like. <laughs> Especially Claire's. <laughs> so they were like, you know, they, I think they figured out fairly quickly that having them standing up on two legs was going to be an on-runner. Like they just couldn't get them to stand straight. Hmm. So they decided. Claire's was like a Shibuya meltdown. <laughs> oh Lads, if you don't follow Shibuya meltdown, please do. And you'll understand exactly what I mean. It was very Shibuya Meltdown energy. Actually, I'd say Mel's was a little bit Shibuya Meltdown as well. Um, yes. <laughs> but they, <laughs> yeah, so they, you know, some of them are in a crawl position. Some of them are in like a sort of a sitting down. Like Darren's is doing the splits, I think. Yeah. And Anna's kind of looked like, do you remember Anna Olivia, the fountain that used to be in the middle of Dublin? Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the one they moved out to yeah. beside Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay, very that. Anna will Hi. be changing her surname to Livia. <laughs> oh God, please welcome to the stage, Anna Livia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think one of them was doing like the cobra yoga pose. I don't know. Mm. Um, Sada. 
possibly oh God, satisfied satisfied <laughs> for the challenge but anyway so then they all have to bring their models in i did enjoy darren's display he was he was like showing how flexible his model was and he was just kind of throwing it around the garden yeah <laughs> but anyway so they have to bring them in then for inspection uh with big brother so they have to carry them over their shoulders um and i'll say this i hate to say it because spoiler alert it maybe doesn't go that well, but I just knew that this, like, th- they had really flouted the rules here because, like, they had Craig in a tank top, which was just A4 pages, like, with no photocopying or photos on it. Yeah. And, like, there was no, like, Polaroids or anything. Like, they had a Polaroid. I don't really know where the Polaroid came into play, but anyway. So they were supposed to, like, take Polaroid p- photos of their body parts and then scan them. And enlarge them uh, on the sheets. Oh my god, is this dick pics in the year two thousand? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But Mel, Mel. Okay, so basically, Mel is well. Okay, so they they fail. They and fail. Mel's the only one. <laughs> well, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Mel is the only one who actually hers passed, and the reason is because she literally covered hers with uh, pictures of her body, but she did skip the whole Polaroid thing because she literally just like smushed her face, her arse, her fanny, her boobs, just on top of the photocopier. And Anna was helping her, like pushing her into it. I do think, I think the Polaroids were optional. Um, Like it was just like, you have to get pics of yourself onto the, onto the mannequin. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, they failed. And two of them failed on height grounds because the models were the wrong height. And two of them failed because they used non uh, photocopying Materials, so that was uh, fabric. That was a con. It seemed like it was Craig and Claire who were possibly guilty there because Claire, by her own admission, and Craig clearly just had uh, a load of A4 pages on whacked on. It's a it's a piece of fabric, but they they bet fifty percent of the budget, so they they only got twenty quid. Oh, twenty one pounds for the food budget next week. Again, so I was saying, Claire, yeah. She's like, that won't affect me, mm. so. Yeah, she doesn't seem too upset. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, so no that, spoilers. Let's move on let's to Let's move the... on to nominations. <laughs> so Nom-noms. we have, yeah, a bit of a, a nomination scandal this week. High case scandalosa. Oh my God. So, so basically, you know, the nominations begin and everything is, you know, it's, it's a, it's business as usual on nominations day. Uh, they Do you decide, have the list, Maeve? I have what? Do you have the list? <laughs> the list. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, oh she's yeah. She's making the list. She's checking twice. I think uh, for reasons that will become clear, the list is arguably more important than it ever has been this week. Um, <laughs> so this is your moment. The time to shine, mate. This is oh, my God. time to shine. Perfect oh. moment by Martine McCutcheon. Oh, Stream it my- now on iTunes. All my admin has finally been worth it. Mm. Um, so they all go in and uh, they're trying to, you know, lighten the mood a bit. So they all have pairs of knickers on their head. Uh, I don't know. Is everything OK there, guys? But look, I'm not here to judge. So Anna goes in first and she nominates Claire. Because, yeah, this is Claire's first time being like eligible for nominations, by the yeah, way. And, and also to, yeah, to be nominated and also to nominate her like to you know, take part. Yeah. Uh, so Anna nominates Claire because she's new here. Uh, oh, my notes just zoomed the whole way in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> new here. 
she's new here <laughs> and uh the others have been here longer um and then what? craig <laughs> what, what and then she also nominates craig because she just doesn't get on as well with him as she does with other that's people that's unusual isn't it yeah I think Anna's been nominating Craig for about five weeks now <laughs> she's determined to get him out get him out yeah. uh, she, 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 she well, maybe she's predicting the future but anyway um, so Claire then um, nominates Darren and Mel um, and the reason that she gives this was interesting as well because she the reason that she originally gives is that she did a best out of three picking names out of a hat and their names came up the most often and Big Brother gave out to her because they said um, that yeah. reason is a violation of the rules you have where, to have where did that come from like, I'm that sorry that has not been in play for the last few weeks with the no. slight reasons they've been coming out with I think that I think that possibly it might have been a rule this season, but their definition of what's an acceptable reason is probably very broad at this point. But you can't. It's probably worth uh, noting that they are nominating with um, Nicks and Cacks on their head. Yeah, I already said that. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) She's, uh, yeah, they've all got knickers on their heads. Um, So. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Mark's where I am. like, I was so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, breaking news. They've got stuff on their heads. Guys, guess what? Brand um, new information. Mark, also something to let you know. There's actually a new housemate called Claire in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noted. So, anyway, Big Brother's given out to her uh, because that's not a good enough reason. Um, and then she says, okay, fine. Uh, because Darren misses his kids and Mel said that she wants to go home after Tom left. Um, again, she's kind of going down the Darren route there with the old reasons, but anyway. Um, so then Craig nominates Darren because he's a wimp. He's vain <laughs> and he's annoying. He fucking does not hold back with these reasons. He always goes right in. Like. Yeah, and then he also nominates Anna, um, because he never really goes in on his nominations with Anna, which I'm very grateful for because that would not be a good look. But Step basically, far, because yeah. he wants to stay with Claire and Mel, I wonder why that might be. There's <laughs> <laughs> one thing that they share. Okay, and then we have Darren. <laughs> Well, okay. well, well, well. So Darren goes in and he originally says, I want to not, the first thing that he says is I want to nominate Melanie and Claire. And then he goes, oh, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Sorry. Um, I, I meant to say Melanie and Craig, but in correcting himself, he says it, it the second time he says it really loud and Big the housemates, like... he's like, no, 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 Melanie and, and Craig. Um, more so on the Melanie and mm. the housemates overhear him saying Mel in the diary room and they're all like <gasps> like Mel, it's only a game show it's only gasp, a game show gasp. it's only a game show and mm. Mel is shook like she's clearly the like the awkwardness oh dear and oh, like, when he walks out and Claire is like they should play music in here so we can't hear and he's like what why and I was just like ooh ooh <laughs> and yeah Claire or either Claire or Anna I can't remember who said you need to be a little bit quieter in there like and he just doesn't really realize it first yeah but anyway then mel goes in and she nominates claire and craig because 
she would rather spend the rest of the time with Darren and Anna and relates to them more, which I have to say is very noble of her considering she just heard Darren on like yeah I mean the temptation there would just be to go in and be like fuck you Darren I'm nominating you like yeah do you know what I mean so then um, so then with the end of that round of nominations um as of the end of you know uh Craig has three nominations and Claire Darren and Mel all have two nominations each which means that as of now they're yeah. everyone except for Anna is up for eviction. We however, love to see it. However, oh my god, here comes the spanner. She's got so a spanner. The group then, the group then, tell Darren that they heard him nominating Mel, and all fucking hell breaks loose. <laughs> and Mel is really upset. Like she's kind of like she starts crying, and Darren's like flipping out, and like he's like, I can't believe you heard me. Like, yeah. I oh, imagine though like your heart would just sink oh god it's so horrendous like it's so horrendous anyway Darren's going absolutely mad and then for some reason everyone decides to just start confessing who they nominated <laughs> <laughs> so Darren goes uh Craig goes uh you nominated me and Mel and he goes yeah he goes we heard you but they only actually heard Mel and he was just fishing to see if Darren yeah. nominated <laughs> lovely <laughs> So he's caught rapid anyway. And then uh, Darren explains why. He's like, oh, that you want to go look at your business. Yeah. And yeah. that to go Mel and see misses her, her family. Um, so which will be important later. Darren, Darren goes, he starts going mad and he goes into Big Brother and he's just like, this is bullshit. Like, I want to change my vote. Mel's really upset. Uh, like, this is supposed to be in private. In fairness, I can understand why he's so pissed off because, like, it is supposed to be private and, like, that just creates such an awkward situation. But also, Mel, I don't like, think the reaction is... Like, yeah. Can I just say, I think... I think this is a bit of karma like going back onto Darren just for the fact that he's been giving the worst and most bullshit excuses for nominations the whole way through and now he's finally having to actually tell them to like as in like it's Craig especially like every time just saying he wants to go check in his business and he actually got it wrong this time he says he's going to go back and check in his garage he doesn't have a garage <laughs> yeah. he has a building site <laughs> so I just think I, I think it's kind of like I, I feel it's kind of just like time that something like this happened to finally make him kind of man up to m- nominations and actually deal with the fact is that you're going to have to it's uncomfortable but you're going to have to nominate based on real reasons mm-hmm. like that very... link in with how you feel about living with that person but Mel's ah. reaction I did not like because she takes it really personally even though like she, everyone nominates and she she confronts Darren about it doesn't she and is like why because Darren I think she's I just think, like why didn't you vote Claire like why would you vote not vote for someone that you know a week yeah you I know? think I think and that seems to be I think a lot of that is because he voted for two people who were like original housemates and he didn't vote for Claire like I think that's what they're actually pissed off about and I also think that given that Mel nominated Craig and Claire because she like her reason being that she wants to spend the rest of the time with 
Darren and Anna because she relates to them more I think she just was really surprised that Darren would nominate her I think she just thought that they were like getting along really well so yeah, she, was she goes just into like, the diary room and she's like just why I'm just asking myself yeah. why he nominated me um, yeah. but on the other hand like he nominated Craig as well and Craig knows that and he doesn't throw a hissy fit yeah but yeah, I suppose with Craig, I don't know. I just feel Craig they're probably nominated, maybe she thinks they're a bit closer than maybe he thinks. And Craig nominated Darren himself, so it's like equal parting. It's like, okay, you nominated mm. me, I nominated you. Whereas Mel's like, I definitely was not going to nominate Darren. I thought that we were mates. Uh, I don't know. I think it is slightly different because Craig is going in and calling Darren a wimp, vain, and annoying. Like, I don't think there's any love lost there. <laughs> Um, so on the back of that they have to nominate again they get a little do over yeah so Big Brother's yeah. like that round of nominations is now cancelled uh, the sound leak is a breach of the rules um, and yeah like basically sends them all out to the garden and then makes them do it all over again I feel like in yeah. future seasons that they did play music while nominations were going on Maybe. Did they? Or just soundproof the room better, probably. Yeah, like, I mean, I in fairness. Because remember, they changed the, the that room to underneath the stairs, so it's further away oh, yeah, from true, like, the true. seating oh, area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did they start having the stairs in season two? Or was it all on one level? I can't remember. Anyway, we'll see know. soon we'll enough. We'll find out soon enough. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, yeah, yeah, nominations round two. Okay. Uh, everybody is the same except for Darren. So everybody nominates the same way, except Craig is fucking like going off on Darren this time. She's like, <laughs> I like, I know I nominated him before, but like my opinion of him has actually changed even more. I think he's so two faced and so like just I think he's like really annoyed that he nominated Mel um, for whatever reason. But Darren then goes in and he changes his vote. So as you say, he went from. Mel <laughs> he so he doesn't nominate Mel he nominates Claire instead because she hasn't had the chance to see her baby bo- her baby brother yet <laughs> oh for god's sake oh. it's it, it really really I just don't like Darren yeah can I put it out there Darren absolutely galls me I don't know I don't I don't dislike him that strongly but the nomination reasons are annoying to me um Mm -hmm. but anyway um so with that that one change Darren changing from Mel to Claire completely switches up the whole result because instead of it being Craig with three and then Claire, Darren and Mel with two and ha- them having them all up it's now Craig and Claire both have three votes each uh, so they're both up on their own and so the revote actually saved both Darren and Mel who are at the centre of this drama from being yes. nominated so <laughs> You know, bless it, blessings for them. <laughs> Blessed be. Mm, I feel like. What do you think about doing the re the re vote? Because it's gonna. That's like this is a it changed things. You know what I mean? Should they it just changed? Have, do you think they should have just like took the votes that happened first, and then the next week they they do the whole e vote in the garden, so you can't hear because because it didn't influence like how it didn't. All it did was save Darren and Mel because Craig and Claire yeah, both would have been I'm questioning. Off. Would of Claire still have gone? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Oh, so, but, um, oh. <laughs> I mean, the title of the episode is Claire here gone tomorrow. Whatever. Yeah. Claire but, today gone tomorrow. Spoiler um, alert. 
spoiler again. Um, but, uh, yeah, like given the what? audience's reaction in the eviction episode to Mel, like the boo yeah, that think we're Mel hearing. might have gone. Oh, or Darren might have gone after all this. Like, yeah. I actually don't think that. I I think that the reason I don't think Claire could ever have competed with Craig in the vote. No, no, no. I I don't. I think Darren and Mel probably at this time were more disliked than she was. So it's hard to say. Maybe she still would have gone because she's new and, you know, people have stronger, you know, connections with some of the housemates who've been there for longer. But it definitely threw a spanner in the works. And I think the fact that I think it would have been really scandalous if someone went up for eviction that wasn't supposed to be up in the first round. Yeah. It's mm. not as bad. Just, just say Anna. Yeah, like if Anna went up, excuse him what, like I'd be bullying. But it's not as bad because Craig and Claire were already going to be up. But it, yeah, it true, like but... it's weird that it actually saved Darren and Mel. Yeah, because yeah. as you said, Claire wouldn't have, like didn't stand a chance against Craig. Um, yeah. But she could well have actually stayed on and I would have liked her to. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about the, the eviction then? Um. Yes. Yeah, let's yes. Let's do it. Yes. Who's going to announce who oh, got actually, evicted? Actually, no. Before Before we go on to the eviction, uh, can we just talk a little bit about the sort of aftermath of the of the nominations and just how everyone is individually fuming, especially Claire and Anna. They're like fuming. So, like Claire kind of goes out into the garden and she's like sitting there bullying, and Anna's like, "You okay, hon?" And uh, she's like, I'm like, basically, I just am kind of livid and I don't really want to talk about it because uh, I'm just like, I know I'm just like mulling it over in my head. And she says something along the lines of uh, she just thinks that like. I think she's kind of figured out that Darren must have changed his vote to her by this point. And she's like, yeah. it's just uh, like people are just so fake. Like, yeah, Anna is definitely not impressed with Darren. No. Yeah. I think she kind of sums up exactly how I feel mm. about him now. I can't remember what she's, but it's, it's, it is along the lines of um, him changing his vote, more him taking the responsibility of his reasonings and the shit reasons that he's been given. Yeah. So. yeah and and likewise she, with Craig and Claire when they're chatting later, they're just like, he's just full of shit. Is what yeah. Craig, and, like, and all I can Anna, think of was Gemma Collins hanging up the phone on Gillian McKee. <laughs> You're talking fuck shit. Off, Gillian McKee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Anna is like she, I think what she's kind of really fuming about, obviously Darren has been given these kind of reasons all along, but Anna's like, we are so close to the end here and you are going to nominate, you're going to nominate people who have a chance at potentially winning the show to, uh, over these reasons when there's someone who's literally just walked in off the street last week. Like, so I don't she's know. just I like, I don't necessarily agree. I think I don't, I don't necessarily agree from a rational perspective but I do see like I think if I was in her position I would feel like that as well because like in my opinion Craig or Claire is really likable and like she should probably have just as much of a shot as everyone but if I had been in there for like fucking eight weeks at this point and you know people who I was close with 
I was nominating for these bullshit reasons. I think I think Anna feels quite strongly that like Claire realistically probably shouldn't win as as yeah. a blow in like. And I think Claire knows her. She Claire says herself she goes into the diary room saying she knew she wasn't going to win. Yeah, but she's still just annoyed at how it all turned out. Yeah, um, and yeah, so it's just the mood is very bad um, after after, after that. that. And um, so shall we announce who gets evicted this week? Sure. Actually, one more thing. One oh more my God, Maeve. <laughs> one more thing is uh, they're talking about who they want to leave and who they want to come back. And none of them really say like, I want one person or another to leave. Um, but they're all saying that they want Nick back because he's the most entertaining. Mm. Like, I mean... If only like one week to go, we might as well like spice it up. Spice it up a good bit. I said yeah. like the Darren wants Sada back. Yeah, because he said she's really funny. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, sure. Very random. Sure, okay. Um, but yeah, they're all uh, they're all missing Nick, and Mel says, "Listen, it's fine. He'll be at Sada's book launch." So they actually are intending to go to Sada's book launch, as it turns out. Nick's off party. A lot of Brad Sada Pitt. talk this week. A lot of like talk of past housemates. Uh, anyway okay now now <laughs> oh, this is it we made it right go on you want to do it Rob because I did last week okay. or Maeve okay. or, um, so or. I must announce regretfully <laughs> that evicted this week hold your breath is Claire oh oh, oh my god oh I didn't god, I didn't is, know and we didn't information <laughs> this is brand new information with 79% of the vote yeah she didn't stand a chance Jesus Christ no. and yeah like do you know when they were doing the whole montage of uh, of you know people around the country saying who they thought was going to go and Tara Palmer Tompkinson and all her friends her hair in the hairdressers oh my god I have a note being like that woman seen. looks like Tara Palmer Tompkinson I oh it said too. it said on the on oh, the lower it? third Tara Palmer Tompkinson confirmed oh Craig fan say that five times really fast yeah oh god no <laughs> no no she might appear don't <laughs> So yeah, she's a Craig fan, but anyway, yeah, sadly our Claire is uh is no longer with us. Can we talk oh. about her eviction outfit? Oh she's my god. Alive, like, by the way. The Mamma <laughs> Mia Mamma Mia musical outfit, the denim off the shoulder, like white tie-dye. Stunning. Oh. And it had like uh it had like, you know, those prints. I it's very difficult to describe. Please just Google Claire Strutton, Big Brother eviction outfit because she was strutting her stuff down that runway in that dress her surname strutton by the way it wasn't just <laughs> you've been waiting for that all episode Welcome. i actually just thought of it there i'm delighted with myself <laughs> all right. so so claire is out for her interview with davina and <laughs> Oh my god, the poor boyfriend. So I'd forgotten that Claire had a boyfriend through all this like romp fuckery with Craig. Yeah, a through people licking years. her back in the jacuzzi and like. <laughs> mm. yeah. Lots of jacuzzi ness. Um, poor Troy, her fella of nine years. Troy. <laughs> so, yeah. Davina asks Troy how he's feeling about it all. And he's like, oh, like, we'll have to have words. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and then they show a montage of Craig and Claire's uh, rompery. <laughs> and then they yeah. cut to the fella 
looking absolutely distraught. <laughs> and and like it has like do you know when it has like the little screen because it's like showing the the montage oh, on the main his screen reaction and, in the corner and then just the reaction in the corner and cr- like. Claire just had like the grimacing emoji like <laughs> face. Um, so big plot twist is that literally maybe a few weeks after um, Claire is pregnant. Yeah. So next thing I knew, were, I was pregnant. We were doing the maths, <laughs> and obviously we announced or revealed last week that Claire and Tom ended up together and ha- ends up having a baby. So this aired like early September. 2000 and they had a baby in may 2001 yeah well the article saying that they were having a baby was published in may we don't know if the baby was actually born then ah okay okay but i feel like miss troy mr troy wasn't on the scene (laughs) for much longer mr troy like i just like i would i would love to know how like his I days just, are numbered I in have that to stand I have to stand Claire she comes out and she's just like okay Tom is the heartthrob she's gone from being the queen flirting bee in the house and she's like I'm gonna snatch everyone's fave like gets fucking duffed and locks down those lyrics on like and moves to Spain yeah fabulous moves to Spain okay so with that will we do her where is she now where is she now yeah um so obviously as we announced last week that they and she ended up with Tom and had a baby boy named Pierce um they ended up moving so to she Spain is a together forest, by the way guys we did we can confirm that she's a, a florist family she comes from a forest family got a family of flowers yeah. <laughs> um, so after splitting from Tom, Claire remarried and founded a luxury beach resort in Marbella and in also night spots in Gibraltar and Ch- Chigwell, Chigwell, Essex. <laughs> An entrepreneur, also, a mogul. Ooh. Also, she presented a TV show called Dance 2000, a program about clubbing culture, appeared on reality show The Salon and Living in Spain, a documentary on expats. She also modelled underwear for Playtex and competed in the BT Glocal Challenge. What's a Glocal? <laughs> Is it like a combo of global, global and local? And local. <laughs> but Jesus, she seemed to have had a brief TV presenting stint. Maybe it's gay and local, glocal. Oh, maybe. Local gays, doing it for the locals. Yeah. Oh my God, we'd love to see it. So yeah, I mean, Claire absolutely mopped the place in terms of bagging the hunkiest man in Big Brother season one. Absolutely. And then at, the end, at the end of the episode, uh, they reveal her baby brother, who was born the day she went into the house, called Josh, which is a name she specifically asked that he not be named. And I was just <laughs> looking at it like, and I was like, that baby is 20 now. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking about that about her and Tom's baby would be like nineteen. Oh my yeah. god! Quite points at them. Um, I did if you're listening, Tom and Claire's baby Pierce. Get <laughs> us, Pierce McDermott. Come to Dublin, Pierce Strutton McDermott. <laughs> um, I did love that Davina finished off by being like, "It's not a good week for Claire. Um, she's after getting evicted, and she has a new brother called Josh, which is the name she didn't want him to be called." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you think she wow. had an ex-boyfriend called Josh or something? What's what's the big allergicness to the oh, name? The baby is also called Troy. worth mentioning um Davina's uh top in the eviction. 
Oh, it was very it's good. It's kind of like, do you call it a halter neck? Is that what you call that? It was not really a halter neck because the halter neck kind of goes up the two sides of the neck and around the back. Whereas this oh, yeah. kind of had a crisscross around the front of the neck. It did. So I don't it was know like the string, name. And then it was kind of like shiny. Yeah, black. it was satiny. Kind of leathery I'd say. as well. Yes, oh, satiny, leathery, leathery, satiny, silky. Yeah. Goodness. And Davina was in the diary room. I was like, "You better be careful now. They might have. They might hear you." <laughs> oh, she fucked it up again. Caught it again. <laughs> again. But yeah, and so concludes uh, the 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 brief stint of our Claire. Claire. Well, wow, Claire. Of Miss Claire. Um, I'll. Mi- she was well received, and uh, we wish her all the best. You know, she had a good run. She she absolutely mopped the place. She benefited well from her two weeks in Big Brother. Yeah, bagged herself a baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Went on holiday for two weeks and yeah. got a baby daddy. Grand, yeah. fair play to her. Love it. Um, all right. Uh, the bookie also calls Craig to win at the end. Um, uh, oh, apparently he's more likely to win uh, than Robbie Williams is to be spotted with a new celebrity girlfriend this year, and for Manchester United to take the league. So you know he's. Are they any straight people listening to this podcast? It's my <laughs> any sports fans. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> oh God. Anyway, uh, will we do our will we do our plug before we sign off? Oh, I'll plug her up. <laughs> okay, so for uh, for you know if fan mail slash business inquiries please email us at please do not swear pod at gmail.com that's please do not swear pod at gmail.com otherwise you can follow us on instagram at please dot do dot not dot swear that's please dot do dot not dot swear and yeah to play us out we'll have the weekly number one which is smash hits (laughs) (laughs) what is it Okay. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's this song. It's a song. Uh, <laughs> it was a really good song, and you are going yeah. to hear it now. <laughs> I must say, all these songs are great. They're they really so are. Good. Like what a time! What, an what a time to be alive. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so glad that we uh, that we learned all the charts off by heart as well. <laughs> yeah. Mm, well, very that. Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Until then, stay safe. Smoochies. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.